Hello and welcome to the Age of Plastic podcast. I'm Andrea Fox, your host. We have another reissue episode today. Now, you may remember we chatted to a brand called Bagboard way, way back now, pre-pandemic even. And if you haven't noticed, they have rebranded as Raze, R-A-Z-E, if you want to find out more. R-A-Z-E-app.com is where to head. But here is all about the ethos of the brand when they were still backboard. And welcome to the Age of Plastic podcast, an environmental podcast that asks OMG, what are we doing to the planet? And chats to experts to learn WTF we can do about it. I am your host, Andrea Fox. Now, after our last techie episode, we've more innovative solutions to our plastic problem with today's guest, which was recorded at the pod at White City Place. It is the very Marvel-sounding Shosh Shetty from Bagboard. Bagboard aim to eliminate single-use plastic bags because we're getting there, but not quite just yet. I'll tell you all about that a little bit later on. And as it's nearly time to cry, he's been, he's been, the Easter Bunny's been. I've got a chocolate-themed environmental hack for you at the end of this episode. More on all of that in just a second, but first off, let's start with some environmental news. I feel like there were some doom and gloom stories last time round, so on this episode I'm aiming for good vibes only with some uplifting news stories. In at number four, surfers against sewage have managed to organise 30,000 volunteers in the past week to clear the plastic waste from the UK coastline. It's all part of their big spring beach clean. Well done to you if you took part. And anyone who's organised a 16-person multiple venue, hen or stag do, knows that that is quite some feat of organisation. In at number three... Everyone's favourite Swede, Greta Thunberg, won the Prix Liberté. I think that's French. And she decided to donate all of the prize money, €25,000, to four climate justice charities. Plus, she's been appointed Swedish Woman of the Year by Swear International. More wins for Greta. In at number two, the Ultra Low Emission Zone, or EULA's as no one in their right mind, I hope we'll call it, has been brought in in central London. Basically, it's a tax on all but the very cleanest cars and vans. As someone living in central London, very excited about this. One. And a massive congratulations to the Welsh island of Anglesey. It has been named the UK's first plastic-free county by Surfers Against Sewage, who are doing loads to help communities who want to become plastic-free. I'll link to all of those nice little moments in the show notes later. Now, though, we've heard from Chief Exec of Keep Britain Tidy, Alison Ogden-Newton, that the bag tax has been pretty successful, as plastic bag use has actually plummeted more than 85%, and the costs of the tax are being used towards good causes. But the bag tax only applies to the big retailers, and the little guys only need to sign up voluntarily. So that's why you may still see them at the pharmacy, corner shops or independent stores. So what if there was a free solution for those small businesses that gave something back to the consumer via some new technology and helped clean up our oceans? That's where Bagboard comes in, a new eco-friendly advertising platform that's bringing brands and people together to help eliminate single-use plastic bags in London. Confused? You won't be. Here's Shosh Shetty, Head of Partnerships from Bagboard, to explain more. Essentially, the the general sort of idea or looking at the 
uh, concept was seeing just the amount of thousands of bags coming out of independent stores in London yeah. every single day. A lot of those bags noticing were actually also, many of them were like unbranded and completely blank. And when we sort of digged more deeper into it, it was almost like looking at it from a global scale. There are 2 million single-use plastic bags handed out around the world every minute. So wow. Yeah. It comes to almost over a trillion in a year. It's just a mind-boggling amount, isn't it? Absolutely. And when you just even look just like at London, just like looking around, they are picked up by people. They go, you know, up and down High Street. And actually, a lot, lot of them are even, they end up in, in oceans as well. And yeah. we just know they uh, that um, plastic, you know, it, it doesn't degrade. And so looking at that, we thought, is there a way that we could come up with some sort of innovative solution that essentially creates a structure towards um, what we've wanted to do was essentially use advertising as a force for good yes. towards replacing single-use plastic bags. I love that, advertising for good. So that's where the bag board comes in, right? So Correct. explain what a bag board is, because we've got some on the table in front of sure. us. Sure, yeah. So a the bag board bag itself is um, it's made from like premium craft paper. Mm-hmm. And so it's um, reusable and fully recyclable. And... What we do at Bagboard is we replace single-use plastic bags from um, almost up to, like, there's 2,000 independent stores we've partnered with. Wow. And so we replace their single-use plastic bags with our Bagboard bags that are eco-friendly. And that's completely funded by the third-party advertising on the front and the back panels of the bag. So the shopkeepers get it completely free. That's the massive benefit for independent businesses, like... They're going to be paying for their plastic bags, I imagine. Yes. These ones, a lot of people say that there's a bigger carbon footprint of a paper bag, but the tree's actually producing oxygen before it's cut down. So I always feel a bit like, surely that's better to use paper, as you say, which is fully recyclable. Yeah, I think, you know, the absolute perfect solution is almost if if there were like no bag because we know you know there's some sort of um, imprint that any sort yeah, of making any of bag everything. would but you know overnight people's you know shopping habits and just out of convenience you can't almost change that so we're looking at the you know the most environmentally friendly way of sort of facilitating a solution towards you know removing single-use plastic yeah and using advertising for good so obviously businesses get the bag for free That's paid for by the advertising on the bag. Correct. So it's not just advertising for you guys as well, is it? Because there's the little extra part in this for customers. Yeah, definitely. So I think the idea at first was, you know, simple in terms of replacing single-use plastic bags with our bagboard bags funded by the advertising. But then what we wanted to do was sort of take it a step further and see, you know, how, how much more we could do. And what we have done is we've develop our own digital app and there's some really cool creative possibilities you can do because just by holding your phone with the app over a bagboard branded bag you can actually engage with branded content on that bag so for example you see a just picking an example a sort of sky oceans advert on a bag you can actually see the whole video of you know how plastic is removed from the oceans um, and go into augmented reality you could probably even go in and see being within the ocean and seeing the world 
work being done. So love a bit of tech. Yeah, <laughs> love the idea of that. When we were, you were trying to explain it to me, I was like, oh, what like a QR code? And then I remembered how bad they are. So this is like the tech that's gone past QR codes, right? Yeah, it's augmented reality. Yeah, so it's really comes through like image recognition. So it's super, very frictionless, very direct, and that's one of the really big advantages for in terms of if you're a brand who wants to advertise because it's a very sort of non-intrusive way where um, any person you know around London who'd pick up a bag it's you know their choice to to engage and you can essentially buy the product that's on the bag it's a very direct point of purchase which is a real game changer in terms of merging both the sort of print media and digital together I think it's quite a nice like it's quite a fun element to something which is normally like it would have been just a boring plastic bag before and the people who are getting their product on that that's a little extra kind of kickback for them yeah absolutely I think you know it is fun it's very creative Uh, it's sort of I think the really cool thing where we've really which I think is the most powerful aspect of what we're doing at Bagboard is the the donation that comes and the reward that we're introducing so yes so this is through the app again right yes so the really cool thing is if you see a brand that you like and you engage with that and you see a cool video every time you just by engaging by putting your phone up we further offset more plastic from the ocean and that's through like we partnered with the plastic bank towards doing that so there is just a real sort of exponential effect of being able to remove plastic just through the power of someone's engagement um, and so what we we want to do is use that at the moment someone's engagement with advertising is not there's not that much value to that no. person but if you as you know as a society we all come together as one team with brands and people together bring them closer together by engaging with advertising using it as a force for good we can actually create a huge amount of environmental change just by interacting and engaging with you know really cool advertising and it's basically helping clean the oceans by like scrolling you could scroll on twitter and you're not going to really gain anything but if you go and use this app which is free to download and then you're helping the planet yeah and the thing that blows my mind is in terms of like the the power of that engagement so Mm. right now you know we we're doing sort of plastic from the ocean but you could you know further down the line maybe after we've sort of solved that um, or really made big inroads towards solving that problem. I was going to say, yeah, I'd love to say we'd solve it. Yeah. <laughs> Once we make big inroads, like you say. Um, you could really do that for other real aspects in terms of educational materials to like impoverished areas or helping um, clean sanitation somewhere just through um, the power of engagements and doing donations that way. So It's amazing. It's a, it's the whole B Corp idea, isn't it? So is that what you're aiming to be as a company, B Corp? Yeah, so we definitely like very much, you know, as a startup, our whole ethos of using business as a force for good and so that's definitely community-wise that we're engaging with companies in that area and want to work actually with you know because it's perfect um, match of our values with B Corps who can also be part yeah. of the sort of ecosystem that we're creating. So are they the kind of B Corps are kind of your target market for the people to be on these bags? So I think they're definitely um, you know integral part of that but w- for us I think we're we're you know, anyone who is just wanting a more sustainable and healthier world, because there is a lot of people who are moving towards in terms of who have a lot of, you know, big marketing budgets that can really help drive this as an internationally viable solution to remove single-use plastic bags. We're looking, and especially people who sell products from our actual stores, because there's a great match there as well. We're looking at, you know, guys who are 
very much sustainably and socially progressive. Are you allowed to name any of the 2,000 that you've partnered with so far? Yeah, sure. So we have like a huge range. So you can imagine that, you know, in terms of independent stores that give plastic bags, that ranges from like convenience stores. So certain, you know, Nisa stores, sort of cost cutter, Londis, your those convenience yeah, as well as... Yeah, your local sort of corner market type y- thing. Yeah, and then you also have, um, we have cafes um, as well as, you know, even pharmacies, gift shops. So it really ranges in terms of the the areas and locations as well as the, the type of stores. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. There's so much in it for the people who get your bags for free. Like, it's, it's brilliant that you can use advertising for that kind of thing. And there's some really smart kind of um, ideas that you've used. I've got one of the Guardian bags, and it's got but we're bagboard on the back. This is when you've mocked up for the Guardian. And if I were to hold the app up to that, what could that possibly show on the front? Yeah, so I think this, this was really cool when I first saw this. Um, so this is like a, a demo sort of bag that we, we were just mocked up. And um, essentially, if you put your phone over the artwork, same mm-hmm. print. Which is like a blue border with a white square in the middle and the Guardian logo that you'll all recognise. Yes. And say, for example, you um, put your phone up onto the bag at 10am, you'll see a breaking news headline appear on your phone, which you wouldn't see on the bag. We're in the future, guys. <laughs> we are in the future. <laughs> but what we could potentially do is we can change that digital interaction you get live. So maybe at 1pm, same bag, same artwork, but a completely different breaking news headline appears on your phone. So there's a real like tech element to this. I've been talking to someone on the podcast recently about blockchain and how that could be used in social impact. So I just love this idea that tech's kind of solving solving a problem with plastic. Um, so your aim is to get this up and running in London to start with, right? Yes, that's if correct. If it can work here, it can work everywhere. Is that the theory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. London is like our, our home market. It is really so in terms of um, for you know the amount of bags that are being used and footfall as well, mm. be, people carrying bags. So for us, our first stage is um, we're still pre-launch, which is you know it's great to speak with guys like yourself yeah. to, to try and raise awareness of what we're doing. And the plan is you know launch around you know around the summer. And the idea, yeah, is really just to sort of um, come out in London and then hopefully, you know, with with things going really well, we believe it's like an internationally viable solution to the whole single-use plastic bag problem. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a million apps on their phone now, you know. Why not have another one that's going to help the planet a bit? And also a bag that's more environmentally friendly. Um, I also wanted to mention the petition that you've got going at the moment. So this is something that you can find on the Bagboard website, isn't it? Tell us about that. Yeah, um, we wanted to, you know, raise awareness of like the solution we have. And so one of the things we've done is through the change.org uh, platform. Yeah, everyone will have heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone you... loves a petition at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the ones, you know, we, we put out there was just to really describe our sort of solution. And so if you type in sort of eliminating single-use plastic bags mm-hmm. or even bagboard, yep. um, it, it should be there. And that's just a great way for people to, you know, directly support us um, who really resonate with what we're doing because, you know, our hope is if we get, you know, a lot of signatures through that, it just raises awareness to key policymakers. And um, even also, you know, the second way of helping as well is if you know any companies or brands that you think would be, this would work really well for. Really? Are you calling for... T- 
to action for people who might want to get involved? Yeah, because I think we, we definitely want the you know the right type of companies and brands to work with and the right brands that we're we're associated with and we're really sort of looking, especially as pre launch, looking to like have as many conversations as possible um, with as many companies. Yeah, totally. This might be throwing you in the deep end, but who would be your ideal like person to get on board with Backboard? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I mean we we have like there's loads of you know companies who are doing really great stuff. If we're looking at in terms of people where there's a nice sweet spot between um, guys who are really doing a lot on the sustainability front, but also have budget wise in terms of uh, yeah. marketing, like what the sky ocean team are doing is is yes. a really is a really good thing um unilever are also doing a lot of great work on sustainability and we we have a lot of their products in the coming out of the 2000 stores patagonia also do some great stuff with sustainability and yeah, so they're, they're a great eco company aren't absolutely they? so we're we're really looking at a wide universe of people but very much people who are looking to essentially um solve the same problems that we yeah. are and can I ask, I have where these bags are actually made at the moment? Where are your bagboard bags produced? Yeah, sure. So we the sort of the materials all come from like uh, Scandinavia, which have some of the highest ethical standards in terms of paper wise. Mm. And so we have our own digital printers here within the UK, and like the creative capabilities of which you could do from. Um, it is like it's almost on the precipice of a whole revolution as well there. So really, yeah, and we we're just working with um, you know a lot of sort of non-exec and consultants who are helping us with that whole supply chain of um, delivering yeah everything. So it's there's a real. I think I've just been looking at some of the sort of designs you can do and the digital interactions. It's like mind blowing. Really, yeah. are you allowed to tell us about some of the best ones you've seen so far? Um, I, I remember the Guardian one was very early on in terms of a demonstration. I think there's some really cool stuff that we can do in terms of experiential wise. So like, for example, um, going into certain like seeing like properties wise, you can actually see the, you know, just through the bag, being able to see, you know, around the house or a hotel room. Oh, cool. So th- there's just so many. Di- and of, I think I think movies are such a great one as well in terms of, um, you know, being. Yeah, you've got one of the Netflix movies. I haven't seen this one. Yeah. And uh with yeah. Emma Stone and I've forgotten his name. <laughs> I'd say uh, Jonas Hill. So um, that's it. The yeah. So the, could you see a trailer if if you had like absolutely. a Netflix bag from your local Nissa bagboard bag from your local Nissa? It's got a Netflix advert on the side, and could you? in theory watch the trailer yes yeah you could engage with it see the trailer i mean there's even possibility of developing where it's even more more immersive where you're actually in the actual <laughs> trailer so yeah there's there's um some really really cool stuff that you could be doing awesome so we'll put all the details of where you need to go to sign the petition and to find Amazing. out more about bagboard um on the podcast show notes um, we always like to ask our guests a few questions, though, Shosh. So, we talked about this earlier. <laughs> to prove we're lovers, not haters, what is your favourite plastic object? <laughs> so, for me, it's probably a little bit of nostalgia in terms of, um, as a kid, I used to like really like the Lego blocks that we used to have. Oh, my gosh, of course. So, Perfect plastic product. <laughs> and even just the action figurines as well as a, as a kid. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably I'd definitely say that I don't have those anymore. So yeah, I don't play, well, but, well, your secret's safe with us. I'm sure you've got a few, a few little <laughs> models at home. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was so much fun actually. Before you know, using yeah, them. that's a great product. Lego is an amazing product. Um, but I think you were the person who told me that they're actually coming up with a more environmentally friendly version of the Lego bricks. Yeah, so that I think they're moving towards a more sustainable material that's like very much plant based, which is really really cool to see. 
Awesome. And just finally as well, your environmental hero. Uh, so, yeah, one of the, I think just in terms of, um, because I read his biography that was being done, but because of what we're trying to do on the innovation front and sustainability is, you know, Elon Musk, I think, is doing a lot of really great work in terms of sustainable energy. So, um, yeah, I definitely, you know, admire everything that he's been doing on, on that area. That's Shosh Shetty there joining me from Bagboard to explain exactly what their products are. I love their little bags. If you want to see any pictures of them, head to our Instagram, Age of Plastic Podcast, where you can see some examples. And the interactivity element, I think, just really gets people involved, even if they're not massive environmentalists. And there's so much in it for the businesses who currently don't necessarily need to get rid of their single-use plastic. It's a win-win all round. If you want to find out more and sign that petition, head to bagboard.com. And as always, if you're out and about doing a run or something, all the links will be in the show notes. And check bagboard.com. In a couple of weeks, they're getting a brand new shiny website. Now, Easter eggs. Delicious, but also encased in a plastic tomb and shrouded in a massive pointless box to make it look better than it is. So... Today's environmental tip here on the Age of Plastic podcast to avoid the pointless waste of Easter egg packaging is this. Find a cool and sexy alternative. Here's a few suggestions for you. Tradecraft have a real Easter egg. It's fair trade and in a recyclable box. Montezumas have an award-winning eco-packaged eco-egg, which looks great. Comes in minimal packaging, but if those aren't an option, look for chocolate treats wrapped in just foil, which if it's clean is recyclable, depending on your local authority. Hello cream eggs and bonjour, lint bunny. And let's face it, the bunny comes with a free bell. What's not to like? Or if you don't want to buy Easter eggs, just get the family book tokens this year and I promise no one will ask you ever again. Thanks for joining me on the Age of Plastic podcast. You can come and see me in real life this month. I'll be at the Eco Stardust first birthday celebrations in Bristol on Thursday the 25th of April. There will be glitter. And the very first Pebble Festival in Flat Iron Square in London on Saturday the 27th. I will link to all of those in the show notes. Very excitingly, next time on the podcast, do join me for an absolutely awesome guest. It's a mammoth episode, which I'm warning you now, I may split into two. It's with Hugo Tagholm from Surfers Against Sewage. I'll be talking with him about sustainability, hanging out with the royals, and why surfers are the canary in the coal mine when it comes to ocean pollution. It's going to be an awesome episode, so make sure you join us. Until then, get in touch with your thoughts, guest suggestions, or environmental hacks and news. I am andreafox.co.uk is the website to get in contact or head to Instagram, Age of Plastic Podcast. You'll normally find me in one of those places. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, like, review and subscribe. Not only does it help people find us, I do a little happy dance every time. And a big thank you again to the studio we use for today's interview with Shosh Shetty from Bagboard, the pod at White City Place. Now, there's a chocolate bunny somewhere with my name on it. 